0: Welcome to FedSpeak, brought to you by M&I Market News. I'm Pedro DaCosta and I'm pleased to welcome Rick Roberts to the podcast. Rick is a former New York Fed executive, as well as a former advisor to the Kansas City Fed. So he's got quite a few insights into how monetary policy decisions are actually made inside the central bank. He now teaches at Monmouth University in New Jersey. Thanks so much for joining me, Rick. Thank you, Pedro. So let's start with last week's fairly eventful meeting. What did you make of Chair Powell's last-minute decision to deliver a 75-basis-point rate hike, having previously guided the market toward the idea that they were only going to go 50 basis points?
1: Well, forward guidance is an interesting phenomenon. It's always based on what we know today. And what happened there was additional consumer inflation data came out, and the Fed, frankly, and surprisingly, was caught off guard by one or both pieces of the data, they being the CPI release itself, and also some expectations data that was uh, part of the Michigan survey. I suspect it was the latter, the Michigan survey that caught them off guard as they usually have a heads up on the CPI data. But nevertheless, they shifted gears, as you mentioned, at the last moment and went for the uh, 75 basis point increase, which seems appropriate given all things considered. Do
0: you think that makes 75 basis points the new baseline and that it basically is a high bar for them not to go 75 at the next meeting? How are you looking at the next few meetings? I have to say this morning, uh, as Fed Chair Powell was testifying, he emphasized that they're acting on a meeting by meeting basis, perhaps having learned the perils of of giving forward guidance that's too far ahead in, in a period of such uncertainty.
1: I would say, I suspect that 75 is the new baseline that we'll be looking at over the next couple of meetings but again going far beyond even the next meeting is is tough in this environment with ever changing data but based on what i see now i suspect that 75 is what we're looking at at least at the next meeting and then and then we'll see
0: do you see the chance of a 100 basis like a full percentage point rate hike he didn't rule it out when he was asked about it. Perhaps again, having learned the lessons of not pre-committing,
1: but do you think that's in the cards? Boy, I, you asked me that question a few months ago, and you probably, you may have, or a version of it, and I, and I would have said no way. Uh, less certain of that now. It, the Fed seems more than ever data point driven. So you know, I can envision some negative data coming across the wire that would lead the Fed in that direction, but. I still would be surprised. I think 75 is the baseline. Now, what do you
0: make, Rick, of rising recession fears at the same time as we're having this this tightening or perhaps because of the tightening that's being priced in? How do you see the chances of recession now? If The Fed had been aiming for a soft landing. It seems to be moving away from that possibility gradually.
1: Right. So, you know, I continue to think that the recession is in the cards for 2023, maybe second half of 2023. I don't at this point think it'll be particularly deep or long, but certainly uh, it's it's on the horizon. That flies in the face of the uh, Fed's most recent dot plot, as you saw, which was fairly uh, fanciful. I guess is the phrase I've been using in terms of its projections of the uh, Fed funds rate, unemployment rate. Um, etc. But uh, um, more of a optimistic safe landing dot plot uh, was released last week. I happen to be a little bit more pessimistic. And I do think that we are heading for a recession in 2023 towards the tail end, not particularly deep and not particularly long.
0: Do you have a sense of how high unemployment might get in such a recession? And do you think that gets us or gets the feds the kind of inflation relief that they
1: might be seeking? It's a great question. I, I don't, but it, the one thing I know with certainty that we will see almost certainty is that we will see employment unemployment much above the Fed's uh, central dot pot forecast indicates. Uh, I suspect we will see unemployment up in the upper fives to 6% or so before this is all said and done. But uh, I'm open to other opinions on that as well, but it's certainly gonna be well above the Fed's uh, 4.2 or so that they project with their most recent dot plot.
0: And in terms of inflation, do you think it's it's sticky or do you think it actually will uh, react to these, the demand destruction that's presumably in store?
1: Yeah. Well, as you know, I've uh, missed the boat somewhat on on inflation. I thought I was more in team transitory camp in uh, in terms of uh, uh, the pressures, which have been longer lasting, both on, frankly, the demand and supply side. So I think that, uh, you know, a lot of this depends on uh, the outcome of events that the federal reserve cannot control more of the so called supply side issues. Right. But in terms of the demand pieces, I suspect that the uh, higher interest rates will pull back on aggregate demand uh, both through direct <clears throat> consumption spending, the lesser of a wealth effect through the uh, market stock market and other market declines as assets devalue, if you will. Um So I I do think that we'll move in the right direction, but uh, I think it's going to be a long time until we get, until we return to near 2% inflation. I suspect that we've maxed out and we're going to start edging downward, but the rate of that descent is uh, probably going to be slow.
0: Yeah, probably too slow for the feds comfort. And finally, I'd be remiss not to ask you as a former New York Fed staffer and someone who pays close attention to the balance sheet about the other aspect of Fed tightening, which is, of course, QT and quantitative tightening. The Fed expects it to go kind of an autopilot in the background. And I'm worried. I'm wondering whether if you see any risks behind that.
1: Well, the Fed's autopilot in the background is, frankly, at such a snail's pace that I think the risks are fairly Minimal, certainly up front for the first uh, four or five months, is, you know up until possibly the $1 trillion decline point or thereabouts. Uh, I think it's best because we don't, nor does the Federal Reserve, understand well the impact of quantitative tightening on, market, on markets. So I think it's best that it does run behind the scenes at this snail's pace, if you will. And as a result, I think the risks of uh, shocking the market in some volatility sense uh, are pretty minimal, at least in the first four to five months here. Anything much more faster than the pace that they've announced uh, in QT would be a little concerning to me. I think that would introduce additional risks of volatility that in this environment are not needed.
0: Thank you so much. That was Rick Roberts of Monmouth University, former New York Fed staffer and a former advisor to the Kansas City Fed. Thanks so much for coming on FedSpeak.
1: You're quite welcome.